0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Alien vs Predator Galaxy podcast, the original Alien and Predator podcast. I'm regular host Aaron Percival aka Corporal Hicks
1: and I'm co-host Adam Zeller, a.k.a. Rich Top.
0: And there's a new face on the screen, and a new voice in your ears. If you are a member of the web community, the, the forums, you'll recognize his name as Voodoo Magic. Welcome to the show, Mr. Voodoo. Thanks for having
2: me, guys. Long time listener, first time co-host. I'm really excited to be here.
0: And um, you've actually been something of a contributing writer as well for, for the website lately. Yeah. If you read the website, what will they have seen from you?
2: I I did a piece on the lost Predator ship that was pretty detailed. I was pretty excited to get some information that's pretty much not been on the internet. Prior to that, I did. What did I do? It's escaping me. Ah, Anna. Her uh, deleted scene from Predator 2, and it was detailed analysis of that so it was, it was pretty fun it was enjoyable and i hope to do more
0: well as of recording you do have one in not quite in the bag yet because i've been a bit lazy in finishing my <laughs> my editing of it but there is uh, there is another piece coming out to look forward to from uh, mr voodoo magic that's
2: right we're just looking at the story behind Predator Two—that uh, the real story behind the story—I don't know if we want to spoil it or not—but how a certain comic book impacted the story of Predator Two. So I'm excited to spread that along because not many people are aware of that, and we want to give credit where
1: credit is due. Indeed. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to that one.
0: So that that'll be out soon. And we'll have a video as well, up on the YouTube channel as well, like we did with the Anna one. So yeah, uh, Voodoo's joining us for his first time. And as tradition, when we have a new guest on the show, we always love to hear what your first encounter with the franchise was. And as we are talking Predator today, we're talking Predator Hunting Grounds, by the way. I realise I've gone this whole intro without explaining that. This is episode 109, and we're finally doing our review episode of a Predator Hunting Grounds. So, Mr. Voodoo, please tell us about your first encounter with the Predator.
2: Well, it was the first Predator film. I was a little kid, I'm older than you guys, and I actually got to go. I was taken to the theater to see Predator, uh, 1987, in a packed theater. I remember being blown away about it, scared because I was so young, but it's a great movie. And you know, I was an Arnold fan to begin with, but this didn't feel like your typical Arnold movie. You know, it didn't have the one-liners and stuff that he was known for. It was treated a lot more seriously, almost like he was an everyman. And I loved the movie, but it wasn't really into seeing Predator 2 where, you know, it solidified my my love for the character i've always said to people when the elder predator throws that flint lock to mike harrigan he threw it to me too because that's <laughs> where that's where they expanded on the predator lore and i just fell in love with it you know and the fact that these weren't psychotic killers you know that these guys were hunters but they had a code they had a sense of honor i know aaron you don't love the yeah, sense I'm, of honor I'm i know, I know, I know. Right <laughs> know. They, they only I, take that a I bit know. far in the books But I loved it because it created so much layer to these creatures. And ever since, I've just been a huge fan. I've loved it ever since. Read the books, read comics, played some of the games. And that's why I was so excited when Predator Hunting Grounds came. So that's my story. Cool,
0: I like that. If you're on the boards, Voodoo is a unabashed Predator 2 lover. So yeah, it's, it's cool knowing. I didn't realise that that was actually the one, the moment that really made it there for you. So that that explains so much. And that's that's one of the things I actually sort of talk about in my opening couple of paragraphs. So while, while Voodoo's doing a thing on uh, the comics, I've been doing a thing on the last moment of Predator 2 as well. And you know, my opening spiel is about how that moment opened the Predator lore. So yeah, totally get that.
1: I do think the film has gotten better with age, personally. I think it's more good. accepted. It yeah. Well, critics really bashed it when it first came out.
0: It doesn't, doesn't mean it wasn't good.
1: No, I mean, I, I thought it was always good.
2: They actually considered it was super violent. But in today's terms, I think it's a bit tame,
1: uh-huh. I would say. Yeah, didn't it initially get like uh, NC-17 when they had to cut it a bit?
2: Yeah, you know, they were in such a rush that I don't think it actually... You know, they have the staff studio that actually helps guide them what the review board is going to pick out and what they're going to have to curtail to make this a rated R picture. Because Stephen Hopkins said his first cut was primarily... V cut I mean the um, he wish he had more time to work on it because the production was so, so rushed, you know. The thing was supposed to come out spring 1991, instead they said you filmed this starting in February 1990 and we're going to release this in November. That's such a crazy from shooting to to completing your production and getting it in a premiere Theater. It's such a crazy short amount of time. He really wishes he had more time. He actually would have made some changes to it. So I don't think it actually got ever slapped. They didn't have enough time for it to send to a review board and get slapped with an NC-17 rating, but he had to make lots of edits to the gore um, before he submitted it.
0: So v- Voodoo is a Predator 2 expert, for those, again, who do, who are not aware of him from the boards. He, he's the community expert, so.
2: Guys, this November, 30th anniversary. Indeed. Yeah, we're going to have
1: to celebrate that. I've been meaning to watch it again in 4K. Um, uh, it's wonderful. Yeah, that you didn't watch day. it for the Wyatt interview, did you? No, I did not. You guys better do a podcast on it too. Oh, so. we will. We got to do an anniversary podcast. I don't think we've ever done a Predator 2 podcast just on that. Yeah. No, just
0: on that. I or think just, just Predator. We've
1: we've done Predator for the 35th anniversary
0: and we did Predators just as an off the cuff I think one because that's one I'm immensely defensive over. So I think that was the one I picked to talk about. But we're doing Predators again not next month the month after 10th anniversary 10th anniversary yeah oh man so uh, we've
1: got two anniversaries this year crazy yeah. how fast this decade has gone by <laughs> god yeah mm. ridiculous anyway though to the topic what we talked
0: about adam what we, we have, about we have a
1: new predator video game that came out late april a couple days before alien day and this kind of came out of nowhere about a year before was just kind of announced out of the blue and sony was publishing and we were totally surprised i had only played a little bit of friday the 13th by the developer ilphonic but i could tell from what i played that they were very passionate about the source material and so i was excited for for what they'd bring to the table and we have been playing the fuck out of this game (laughs) i'm already level 100 on ps4 I think I'm level twenty something on PC, but yeah, it's it's been a really good time. I think we've we've all been part of a regular group that that plays together, and I've had a lot of fun with it.
0: Did you play any Friday Voodoo?
1: I played a little. You know, I had a friend that actually had
2: it, and I got to experience Friday the Thirteenth a little. And I was I really loved the asymmetrical aspect to it. It was a lot of fun. The graphics aren't so good, but it was great to play as Jason. The the little teenagers not so much, but. Uh, <laughs> Fake
1: American teenagers.
2: and what was worse is if i recall their mouths didn't move you know when they yeah uh, (laughs) i remember that
1: with the intro video and the counselors just mouth is hanging open yeah it was but it's still that game it had a really rocky launch and Ilphonic was was pretty dedicated to regular updates and communicating with their community unfortunately they were going to take the game further than than they did but because of the ownership rights lawsuit with friday the 13th they had to cut their support short and moved on to hunting grounds
0: well they were still supporting it weren't they we? it was just content yeah yeah there,
1: just just no new content yeah it was they were still doing patches and stuff and it just recently came out on the switch as well so i guess i'm the only one who had no experience whatsoever with you should play with it
0: Friday. Should play. i'm not into, I'm, I'm not massively into the the franchise i mean in in this day and age where there's so much shit being thrown at you and it feels like so little time to do stuff i tend to stick to the things that i i'm already interested in i mean it's not very it's not very good when it comes to taking on like new franchises or whatever but it's just the reality of of of
2: these days so i need to ask i need to ask did you guys have any idea this was coming when that trailer came out in may 2019
1: Uh, i was shocked Yeah, no leaks or anything. We were just like, where did this come from? A new game? I mean, we were pretty stoked just because we had something, you know, I mean, all we really had was Alien Blackout, which is pretty maligned by the community, but it was a pleasant surprise for us, Aaron. And we had been waiting on Cold Iron Persistent Multiplayer Alien Shooter that hopefully is still coming before too long. And this just came out of nowhere. They had a trailer. And it's like, wow, we're, we're probably going to get this within a year or something. And I think they announced the release date a couple months after that. Like at the end of the summer, wasn't it early fall?
0: I think it took us a little while to get the get the release date. We yeah. just knew it was. We knew it was coming to 2020. 2020. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So just to have a new game in the franchise, you know, we've as far as console games, we haven't really got too many. I mean, we've had about two per generation, like PlayStation. We had Trilogy and Resurrection. And then with the PS2 and Xbox, we had Concrete Jungle and Extinction. Xbox 360, PS3, we had AVP 2010 and Colonial Marines. And then this generation, we've had Isolation and now Hunting Grounds. So we've had about two games per generation, if you're not including the PC titles, but Isolation boarded. Yeah, it was was on both gen. Yeah, I never played the old gen version of Isolation on 360 or PS. It was not very stable,
0: apparently. Which, well, it looked great on the uh, the current stuff. But yeah, even even before that, I mean, there was still a good in terms of Predator specific only. The last big one would have Concrete would have been A V P. No, it would have been A V P. Well, really, I mean,
2: Predator yeah. specific.
0: Well, I mean, not Predator exclusive. Including Predator was
2: 2010. I mean, because ten, ten years. Yeah. Well, we had. In Mortal Kombat 10, I think we have yeah. a Predator here.
0: Do we count those, though? Do we count I mean, those cameos? They, they were such
1: cool ca- cameos, and and each one was a little bit more involved than the last, right? I mean, initially, we had Call of Duty Ghost, where he was just part of one map. He was a pickup you could get. But I thought it was really cool that you could play as him in, in a match. And then we had Mortal Kombat 10, and I've always been into the Mortal Kombat games. So having an alien and Predator in that series was really cool for me. And then Ghost Recon, which is where we were like, wow, okay, we need a game now. Because I think the Ghost Recon thing, as far as all of his cameos, was definitely the most involved. So yeah, it's, it's great to have him back with his own game again as a character. It was such a surprise because
2: after The Predator, the
1: film. You know, everyone was like, the franchise, <laughs> also, was franchise over, yes. yeah.
2: the franchise is dead. Disney now bought it. We're never going to see anything for another decade. And then lo and behold, this came out. And it brought new energy to the franchise, you know. And w- we're going to get into it with the lore. But reinvigorated reinv- the Predator franchise, I think, in ways that the Predator couldn't accomplish. You know, everyone was in a hurry to forget the Predator and what it did yeah. to the lore. Right. And now, I mean... You know, fast forward to, what is it, a couple of years later? Two years.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's pretty exciting. Yeah. After The Predator, I mean, we were worried about comics and novels too, but thankfully with the Hunter series, we'd, we've had some of the strongest comics we've had. And now yes. with this game, it feels like Predator's going in the right direction again. I think Illphonic is to thank for that, for sure. Okay, then. Well, let's let's start talking the game then. Let, let's give it
0: some reviews and impressions before we break into specifics so voodoo i want to hear from you because you are that you know that motherfucker that went out and brought a console <laughs> exclusively for yes. for a game for the game Gilt-y. So tell us in in three sentences no not quite
2: three sentences
0: <laughs> or less just give us a quick summary of, of sort of where you are with your impressions of of hunting grounds
2: as a predator fan i love it as a gamer i realize it has some issues needs some work but overall, I am so happy with Alphonic, how they treated the franchise, how they treated the lore and the gameplay experience. Because when it, everything is clicking, it's, you feel like you're in that 1987 film. And that's really what I was hoping for. And it's, it's not every issue. I mean, it's not every match. It often depends on the players you're playing with. But when everything lines up right, I'm in that 1987 film. I'm I'm Mac
1: running into the woods,
2: chasing the predator while everyone's yelling me to come back. I think that's
1: what the game is really successful with, is just creating that feel of the original film, like being a part of the squad in the jungle or being the predator hunting them. It very much took it even further than Ghost Recon did, because we thought Ghost Recon kind of nailed that feeling as well of being like watched from the trees. So it's clear that Ilphonic has a lot of love for the source material, just like they did with Friday the 13th. And as far as the vibe of the Predator universe, this game nailed that for sure. Is that your mini review? So I'm going to go a little further here. I do think unlike Colonial Marines, that game was fundamentally flawed, right? This game the fundamentals are there. The fundamental gameplay loop is solid. It's just it's not quite polished enough and it needs more content. I think right now it's it's good but flawed, but it has the potential to be great and a lot of that will be up to how they support it going forward how active the player base is, what type of of content and how much of it is going to be coming in the near future. So I think this game is, is going to kind of evolve moving forward. This is really the first live action game we've, we've had in, in the series or sorry, sorry. Um, Or is that not live action? What is that that term? Live service. Yeah. Live service game we've had in in the franchises. And I think a year from now, it could look pretty different than, than how it is now. We could have a lot more content. We could have multiple game modes. We could have a lot more cosmetics. And there could be even further balancing things that have been implemented. So I feel like the game is good, but there's there's a little bit of potential that is not quite being tapped into. I realize this isn't like a big budget AAA game. This didn't have like the hundreds of millions of dollars budget that a game like Call of Duty does, right? Illphonic is a smaller studio. And for being a smaller studio, this is an impressive experience. At the same time, I feel these days with the gaming landscape, there's there's a lot of expectation there. And for a game to launch with, with two maps and one mode, it was... Was a bit uh, three maps, sorry, three maps, one mode. It was a bit slim pickings as far as the the content was concerned. I mean, we played it in the uh, the beta, and we were like, oh, I can't wait to see what other maps are going to be coming in the final release. And that was it. So I think, and and honestly, like the game plays really well. I feel like the predator, especially like this, really nails the feeling of running through the trees as the predator and doing like crazy leaps and and the melee combat. As far as playing as the predator character. This is about the best that's ever felt. But I I do feel that I would have loved a single player something like maybe maybe not a campaign story, but maybe like a series of training missions. I know I'm going beyond just a mini review. It's more than (laughs) many, (laughs) many, many review is it's good, but there's way more potential that I hope Ilphonic brings out in the game.
0: I I pretty much echo your guys' thoughts. Um, Voodoo said pretty much how I sum my thoughts up. You know, as a Predator fan, I fucking really enjoy it. It is not... In terms of pure quality, but in terms of the feeling of the franchise, you know, Hunting Grounds, I think is what isolation is to Predator, what isolation was to Alien, you know, that, that feel, that aesthetic, the way the gameplay felt. I think that is what Hunting Grounds is. The Predator is fantastic to play as, you know, you do feel like the Predator, but in terms of the fire team as well, the whole thematic setup of the game is just pure Predator feeling, pure Predator thematics. It does have problems as a game. My big issues at the minute are the amount of content. Maps is a big issue, a real big issue. Launching with three maps and one game mode, it's, I, I really enjoy it. But how long is that going to sustain me? I realise that over time we should get more maps, but should and will no. we'll have to we'll have to see and my other big issue is is invitational crossplay.
1: That's something that that the uh community especially on their forums and social media has have been pretty vocal about and they have addressed that they are trying to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Crossplay is still a pretty new thing and the game launched with it in terms of matchmaking only, but yeah, I mean I I bought the game on on PC just so so we could play it on PC, which I mean more <laughs> money for for them, that's good, but most people are just going to want to play with their friends. And and cross progression would be good, too. I mean, that's the thing with Call of Duty as well. Like I can hop on PC, all my unlocks, everything is is cross pro- progressed. And so that I don't know how because crossplay is new, but they should be able to do that. Like, I, I hope it's not too long before that's implemented, because a lot of people are still complaining about that.
0: I think the problem was it was a feature that was was promised. Yeah. The, the, you know, Ilphonic, it wasn't there in the beta. I say the beta, it wasn't a friggin' beta. In the trial, you know, it wasn't there in there and, and it was promised that it would be there on launch and it wasn't. And honestly, it's very hypocritical of me, but I wouldn't be so fussed with it if it wasn't for the fact that I just don't like playing on the PlayStation. I don't like playing shooters on the PlayStation at the minute, and I want to be on my PC playing it. I had to get you to break all your, your models <laughs> to,
1: to buy it. I know. Please, give please me still bring your with. game to Steam. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy it again if you do that. I'll buy it three times. To be fair, I do think they came out before launch and said, hey, we were hoping to have this feature ready at launch, and it's not quite ready. I don't remember them saying that. I'm, pretty sure, they, they did I'm pretty sure they it. did on Twitter.
2: Yeah, I, sure. yeah.
1: I don't know how real it is, but there's a lot
2: of people threatening a class action lawsuit. <laughs>
1: no i don't I don't think this is a colonial marines type situation huh. but the game the game could use some work it, when we first played it before the first balancing patch, especially as we progressed, we could tell that the predator was a bit underpowered. I think we all kind of felt that way unless you were playing the Berserker with a combi yeah, stick so that it would kind of get comical to a point where we'd be chasing the predator down with a knife huh. <laughs> when he was mortally wounded, and uh, you could kind of just continually parry the predator and uh, people You'd have a full squad of players just parry spamming with a knife. And I'm like, this shouldn't be happening against a predator. But well, thankfully, f- that's, that's been fixed. I do feel the first balance patch went a long way to resolving uh, some of the initial issues the game had at launch.
2: You shouldn't be able to parry it at all. If you're watching the films, you'd find that pretty silly.
0: Yeah,
1: but you you've got to give some concessions. For yeah, the it's nice. kind of it's kind of nice. like the block even in AVP 2010 like yeah. people were like, "Well, that's not realistic," but it's like, "Well, you need to be able to stand a chance." Right. So you do have to balance like the lore with the gameplay for sure. And I do think the fact that they made it so you can't spam the parry is is pretty good.
0: And that's something else that I think needs to be addressed and praised is, you know, for their lack of communication, I think Ilphonic's communication really needs to um be worked on because I think that's caused a lot of rage. I suppose within um, the gaming circle at the same time I give them some leeway. I
1: mean they did launch this working from home in the middle of a pandemic so that kind of has to be taken That's into
0: fair. account. So but I th- I think just communication in itself it makes a huge difference. Just before the Arnie DLC launched they finally said, yeah, we're working on the invitational crossplay. So I do think that, you know, just just acknowledging issues and and people understand, you know, it, you are working from home. You are I hope people understand, you know, you are a smaller company, but just acknowledging of issues and confirming that you you are working things goes goes a long way. But the patch support has been fantastic as well. You know, we had... What was it about a week before that first patch was launched with mm-hmm. some balance issues mm-hmm. you know that, that was speedy and nice to see come out. So I do think Ilphonics support and they're, they're just their support you know has been has been really good. And from our communications with them over you know the, the promotion of the game, you know I know these guys and girls love the you know love the franchise and I can I can feel that in the game regardless of whatever issues it, it has at the time. And let's be honest, this game is going to be something of a living entity anyway. You know, there's going to be plenty of balance uh, balance uh, tweaks and, and patches and stuff like that coming over hopefully the next few years that it's going to take a while for it to actually, you know, I think settle down as a game. When we finish this this review, I mean, if the game substantially changes over the course of however long, you know, with further updates and stuff, we're going to come back and revisit yeah.
1: it. And that you're seeing that more and more these days. You're seeing game journalists will review a game again because of the nature of, of live service games these days. Like even a game like No Man's Sky like launch to bad reviews, everybody had issues with it. And then it it, it had a real comeback story, even even a game like Battlefront two, which was like the most controversial part of the gaming industry, players loved it by by the time they were finished with the game. And, and they were signing a petition to try and get more paid content for the game. So games really can change and evolve over the course of their lifespans these days. And I hope we see that with this game, because unfortunately, we're, we're huge fans, but the gaming journalists have not been as forgiving with this game. <laughs> As we have. It's gotten some pretty lower review scores, unfortunately. That's why I'm
2: happy their competition has really thinned out. Because if you guys remember, Cyberpunk was supposed to come out the same day. And uh, there was supposed to be an Avengers game, I think, two or three weeks later. And both were delayed. So I was pretty excited that all this competition they were going to have just vanished. And it gave Predator Hunting Grounds a little more chance to have the spotlight on it.
0: Yeah, and and dis- and despite the really, the gaming journalists really haven't been kind to it. have it? Angry Angry Joe just trashed it in his recent review.
2: <laughs> I didn't even watch it. That was forty five minutes of insanity. I didn't want to yeah. go through. Yeah,
0: I I didn't get through all of it because I don't find that kind of personality based sensationalism interesting. I can't. It's like we were talking. I mean, I I like his channel regard. a lot,
1: but that that review, I thought he was a bit harsh on the game.
2: Angry Joe aside, though, I mean, I've watched a lot of reviews and all of them pretty much say they they had fun playing. They really had an enjoyment, especially as playing the Predator. You know, it was more about the bugs and the matchmaking wait times and essentially all the issues they were having with the game that was and the lack of content, you know, the lack of gameplay that they they saw this as enjoyable, but an unfinished game. Yeah. It, it does feel like it's
0: not a complete game, doesn't it? I think that would be a, a fair assessment of, of the state
2: of it. Well, I think part of the issue is that, look, they were trying to create this environment of this classic 1987 film, which I love. But when you incorporate these three maps, Overgrowth, Backwater, Derailed, they all somewhat feel similar. You're yeah. still in the jungle. And it feels like They all could take place in the same map if they were just all connected. And I think that brings on some unintended repetition. If they would only mix it up with some different environment that actually stood out from these other maps, it wouldn't feel like you're you're recycling the same kind of um, jungle feeling.
1: Yeah, agreed. I, I know a lot of people wanted a urban map and they kind of responded that it would be too difficult to do that because so much of the predators movement is based on the pred core system. That's I guess he has like guided pathways that you kind of control where he or she which there are female predators in this game. and We haven't mentioned that yet. And, and we'll get into that as well can jump from from guided path to guided path. So it doesn't really feel on rails. And it is, it is an interesting system of navigating the predator through the trees. I'm doing it less now. I use those big leaps more than, than going through the trees. So I think there could be a way you could do it with an urban map. You would just have to find some sort of replacement for the pred core or a new way to integrate it into a city area.
0: It gets a little harder than it just being the navigation, though. I mean, voodoo. I think we we talked about it on the boards. You know, they they could get around it with things like scaffolding yes. and power lines and telephone lines and stuff like that. But the problem also then becomes cover in in the jungle. There's the foliage to hide, you know, that shimmer, that cloak move, and and even a little bit when when the Predator isn't there. I think Ilphonic talked about it in in one of the panels that they did, you know, in the early builds of the game when there was no foliage and it was just the trees and the Predator was being wrecked because they could see it that far away. And, you know, the, the cloak's effectiveness is something that's still being tweaked now and you can still you know, see it from a distance if you've got your eyes in your head and pointing at the right way. So it's, it's funny because I think they've built a really amazing movement system. I think this is, it feels the most predator of any of the, uh, any of the incarnations, you know, any of the AVPs,
1: Concrete Jungle,
0: but it's kind of, lock them into the jungle setting
1: yeah i i wish there was a way they could they could tweak the predator to adapt a a bit of a different movement system to to an urban setting without the predator getting wrecked so hopefully that's something they could do but hey if if they only stuck with the jungle i could think of a number of, of cool new maps and new ideas they could add in that setting which which we'll also get into
2: but well, we've seen this in Assassin's Creed, you know, where you could use the building tops and the rooftops and, yeah. you know, and moving to the idea of being in L.A., you know, street signs, traffic signs, fire escapes. And you could have it maybe at night where your cloak is working a little better than, say, in the pure daylight in the jungle. And I think something like that would really mix it up and really be impactful for someone who's looking for a change. Now, I haven't heard your ideas, stop, but everything still just feels so much similar. I mean, they yeah, put a train agreed. station, I, I think it
1: still feels similar. I think for some variety's sake, they did add weather to Friday the 13th. I don't know if that was there at launch, but if you added like storms, if you had the maps at night so that the fire team had to use night vision and the predator had a little bit more of an advantage, I I think that would be a cool switch up, you know? Just weather and and night for for what you have already. But they do need more maps. And I mean, there was a... Somebody did a... uh. What's it? I can't believe I'm blanking on this Uh, data mine right data mine so this is how a lot of leaks happen with with games now people when there's a new update for a game people will data mine the files and a lot of times stuff they're working on already has files in in the game and the data mine gave us an idea of some of the stuff that could be coming and it looks really good I mean it was stuff that we wanted before we even knew that it, it could potentially be coming. So they, they data mined a shuriken and a, the falcon, which the falconer predator uses in predators, the third film. And they also data mined, uh, night vision as well as a new map. So the night vision obviously implies that they will be adding a night mode to the game. And the Predator Falcon, I hope, means that we will be getting the the Berserker Predators from the third film, as well as the Predator Game Preserve Planet. Like that could be such a cool game mode. Like, I mean, maybe it's even like Battle Royale, where you have a ship where one person escapes, the last one standing, and you could have like a oh, yeah. element or something like that. And you could have like three Predator players. I don't know. So if you had like a human Battle Royale with three Predator players, and the last human tries to get to the ship or something. That's that's what I mean. Like the game needs some other modes that could switch things up a bit more than just your typical objective stuff, which another thing you mentioned, Aaron, is the objectives typically aren't predator focus, like the fire team you play as is a special forces group with no knowledge of the predator, unless you're playing as as uh, Dutch, of course, And then you just happen to come across the predator in, in the mission. There are a couple missions where you find like mysterious predator devices. And another one of the the data mined game objects was a predator corpse that, that was like an autopsy. So I'm hoping that'll be another game mode in terms of like they've secured a predator body and different factions are fighting over it or something. So, yeah, I've been going for a bit here. What, what do you guys think about those ideas? They sound good. I was thinking of um Predator versus Predator or two
2: Predators, like two scouts, three scouts against once amped up Berserker. You call it a bad blood situation where these three scouts have to hunt down this Berserker because he's killing with, you know, against all the rules, against all honor. I think a gameplay like that would also play really well. And they already have most of the mechanics for it. This would you have someone like the
1: upgrade ac- Predator? <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, thank you. But (laughs) I mean, I think it's stuff like that they could simply do. I mean, with predators, I would love that. But again, that's jungle related. Yeah. I mean, I would go crazy, though, if there were river ghosts running around,
1: Um. you know. But, I mean, if you look up in the sky and you see the planets up there, that would be oh. pretty cool. And you found, like, the totems with crucified predators on them. Like, yeah. if you could recreate that environment from the third film, that would be really unique.
2: If you want to go that far and you find the predator, you cut him down and he's an AI and he helps you.
1: Yeah, that would be uh-huh. really cool. Yeah. yeah. I, th-
0: I think that there is a lot that the law will allow them to do within the sort of mechanics that they've already set up. Like, like you said, uh, pff- Bad blood mode. Come on. How is that not a auto include in something like this? That is a mode, I hope to God, that is coming down the lines. I, yeah, I see your point, you know, Voodoo, with it still being a jungle map, but the, the Preserve Planet also seems like a, a must-have, because it is a jungle map, but it also, you know, there's plenty of variety to be had in there as well. Now, even in terms of the locale, what we've got is very human-based at the minute. I mean, it, it introduced a little bit of flavour with the, the mayan kind of uh, aztec kind of ruins, but, you know, if you go... If you go preserve planet, you get the You'd have to have the,
1: the dogs as the AI, right? Because because you wouldn't have human AI. So well, that's what you have. You have the river ghosts attack yeah. AI
2: river ghosts yeah. attack the predator, and you have the hunting dogs attack the fire team. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like fifty fifty balanced.
0: But you you could also um, freshen up the aesthetic as well. I mean, you can't probably couldn't quite do the the mining. Yeah. Rig, yeah, but you could use that as a basis. You know, it sort of implies that the preserve planet isn't the predator's planet, or it wasn't always the predator's planet. So you could then go with some other alien structures in place of the, of the Mayan stuff, or the, the the stargazer bases and stuff like that. Weather would be fucking fantastic. Imagine rocking up in the middle of a, um, or you're playing through, and then a battlefield-style dust storm or a thunderstorm rolls in and the vis- visibility is that fuck but the rain stops the predator from cloaking mm. but it also reduces the visibility anyway so he's you don't know he's there until he's within a certain radius or yeah. whatever snow maps you know you go comic inspired and you go to siberia or fuck it why don't we do battle of the bulge with some thicker trees i don't really know what the f- the forest is like well you know, they well they can't do fun. everything
1: <laughs> they're still a
0: small developer but. i know but you know what i'm saying there's, there's plenty of options there as well even avp-ish kind of inspired in terms of antarctica oh, yeah,
1: give me a fully interior pyramid but they're not gonna they're not gonna do that <laughs>
0: But you know what I mean? There, there is plenty of options here. You know, I don't want to see Xenomorph. Uh, ugh. I don't want to see XX121 or alien aliens
1: in this game, but
0: give me fucking, give me river ghosts. Give me some other creatures. But you would based be fine on... with
1: with AVP cosmetics, right? Like if they did the three characters from the first film, as well as Wolf and the Shuriken. So. Yeah.
0: Predator gets so few exclusively predator things that it pisses me off when Alien gets into it a little bit. So you know when Concrete Jungle came out that that was a oh, game I loved that, that didn't, mission. But... Didn't do well with <laughs> critics at the time as well but that's very much loved now but back then when i rolled into that mission with aliens pissed me off because i just wanted a predator game to be a predator game so if we want xts in this which i think we should give me some predator based things give me river ghosts give me some design based off the other trophies in the predator 2 trophy case or well, um, fuck it, give me some of the people that Ahab was hunted in Fire and Stone. It's there, this fodder for so much stuff in this game yeah. that I really, really hope Ilphonic play with.
1: And that's the most frustrating thing about this game, I think, is that the fundamentals... Like the the structure for just an awesome game is there and it's not tapped into.
2: Maybe they're pacing themselves too much, you know? I mean, look, Dutch was a huge surprise and a lot of people think it was a bad decision not to release that during launch. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep it away from the beta. I understand, you know, make it a big surprise, but you got Arnold and Arnold hasn't reprised this role since, well, he hasn't, so you know, since 1987. So this is a huge deal and why this didn't come out At launch, it might have hurt them. I don't know. But they had this I think
1: I think honestly it was a good idea for the first DLC. Now, I wish there would have been more coupled alongside it rather than just him and, and the single weapon. But I mean, you had the tapes as well, and that's free for all players. And, and his knife and his rifle are going to be free for all players next month. So I do think it was a pretty enticing first offering for for DLC just to have him back. I mean, but it's Arnold's, such a big Arnold's decision, great on social media too. Right? Yeah. It's a,
2: such a big rollout that maybe they're going to roll out these other maps and maybe they're just spacing things too far out and taking their... That's the hope. Playing community for really? granted, uh, thinking they're not going to wear out, tire out of these issues, you know, and um, maybe they should have bunched a little bit more together, these playing
1: modes. I'm, yeah.
2: This is just
1: I, me suspecting. I do think the next DLC plans on their roadmap need a bit more meat to them than we got in, in May.
0: Yeah, I don't know how... Arnie was a fucking brilliant inclusion in the game, let's face it. I did not see Arnie coming, despite the fact that he was very prominent in the OWLF recordings. I didn't fucking expect him. I think he was a brilliant thing. But how strong... Is the incentive going to be for future packs if they're only releasing one one thing? Not strong enough. Yeah. I mean, yes, it was coupled with an update, thank God. And it was a great update as well. Um, you know, the the updates have been put getting progressively better, which is the fucking point of them. And I'm so glad, again, for that support from Elphonic. But content, content content i love like i'm I'm just gonna skip ahead to the customization here i fucking love the level of customization in this Agreed. when the trial when the trial came out i was not expecting to be able to pick my fucking predators dreadlock textures who the fuck thought of that as a as a customization feature and it's fucking brilliant i would never have thought of that you know we get to pick our own masks we get to pick our own skin patterns we get to pick our own fucking shade of the metal on the on the masks what about when we've unlocked
1: what we like? It needs to be more of a steady stream of content for sure. If they want to keep the the player base active and uh, engaged. You know what I would love to see in game is that predator ship we saw in the uh, tutorial.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at this ship and I'm trying my hardest, you know, they have this invisible barrier. So you can't get to it, you know, because Mm -hmm. I wanted like a goofball by the ship, do some screenshots. (laughs) Yeah, but I couldn't get there, but I'm thinking, why do they not put this in the map? at least as a stationary thing, but wouldn't it be great if this thing was like random on the map cloaked. And if you found it, like if you run into it and you shoot at it long enough,
1: the cloak dissipates. In Veritanium for you. <laughs> yeah. And you get to go inside or maybe you you could get your own smart disk. You know, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I noticed that in the tutorial. I was like, they wouldn't have made that predator ship model just to put right there in the background, would they? Because it's a nice looking ship model. It's great. So I hope there is a game mode that that involves the predator ship. You know, honestly, uh, one of the things I was hoping this game would have but doesn't at the moment was kind of like the extra features they had in Friday the 13th. Like they had this really cool thing called the virtual cabin where you could explore around this this cabin and see the different characters and it would have like the history of the franchise and it was kind of like a mini museum. And I do think this game is ripe for that as well. Like, let us explore the inside of a predator ship in first person. And maybe we can see, like, the trophies of the players we've killed or something and see some of the artifacts from the, from the different films. Like, something like that would be such a great addition to the game. And you got to believe that something like
2: that is in their plans. I mean, these guys love the lore and they love exploring the lore. They've expanded it so much and and agreed. You make a model like that to be thrown away in a tutorial. It can't be maybe it has something to do with that uh, predator autopsy that we've yet to see yet. You know, maybe there's going to be a new map with a crash ship and we have to get the predator off the uh, autopsy table. I I don't know. I don't know. Another thing I'd
1: like to see is you have this great introduction with the fire team on the helicopter and on the predator side of things. He just kind of jumps down and appears. I would like to see something more like an AVP where they they crash down on the pod. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Emerge from the water or something. Or walk out of a cloak ship. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool too.
0: But it, it was like I was saying earlier, though, you know, it's transparency of communication. You know, all this shit that we're going like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if. And there's somebody at Ilphonic listening to this going,
1: oh, yeah, we can't do that.
0: <laughs> no. There's somebody listening to it going, oh, this is coming next month. Or, yeah, well, this is in the game plan. It'd just be nice to know.
1: Yeah. I mean,. It- It's like how how close do you you hold your deck to your chest, right? But uh, we did get a little leak of something which was not intended, which is the uh, Alpha Predator. And that is based on NECA's upcoming figure, which is like a celebration of their hundredth predator figure. And the model is super impressive. And it it got me really excited for what else they're gonna do because it's not just like a couple minor things they've added to their current predator models. Like it looks like the structure of the predator's head is different. And the dreadlocks are like larger and tied together. And his armor is just really elaborate, as is his mask. I'm like, whoa, if they're going all out with just this obscure figure from NECA, like what else are they gonna do? So I really hope we get a whole ton of new customization options for the predator and the fire team. One thing I'm wondering about though, is, is the Veritanium in the content, uh, the, sorry, the, um, the loot box system. is I mean, that's what it is. You can't pay for the loot boxes in like a form of microtransactions now, but the system is set up for something that would typically be that. So it's very strange to me that they have this RNG type loot crate system, but you you can't spend money on that. Now, I hope they don't do that because <laughs> uh, I, I don't <laughs> think uh, randomization uh, paid microtransactions are quite in fashion anymore. But yeah, I hope they have like skin packs. Like, hey, you want all three of the alien versus predator skins for your predator here's the price for it just let me pick what i want to buy i really hope they don't add a bunch of new content to the the supply crates and have that become paid that would be a bad idea i think
0: like game game modes paid dlc would suck fucking balls you know
1: keep it keep it cosmetic only and let me pick what i want to buy
0: but then again, Dutch isn't really cosmetic because he's, he's his own class. And the Alpha Predator was his own class as well. Is that is that
2: still acceptable, do you think? Yeah, he is a cross between assault and support. You know, I think he has yeah. a little more health than assault and a little less gear capability. So that's true. He is his own class.
1: Would you guys disagree with like a new map being paid? Like that should be for everybody. Mm. Otherwise you'd still play this, right? I mean, back back in the
0: day, you know, you were paying Tenor for four maps, something like that. Map which packs I don't think are, is... are
1: on the way out too, I think, because they don't want to split their community. So I think the skins are going to be where it's at. For this. I, I think pretty much they should stay away from paid maps.
2: I mean, at least at this point, until they build a little more of a roster of maps, because otherwise it's just going to hurt the game.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to piss people off yeah. as well, especially when it only launched with so few. You know, you know uh, Adam, I've been playing fucking... Um, That Stargate game from 2010, a lot recently. That was... Resistance, right? Resistance, yeah. That was a a multiplayer-only thing that died a death really quickly. But that thing fucking launched with four maps and about three different game modes. 2010.
2: Yeah, everyone feels this is an incomplete game. And if we start charging to make it complete, I think people are just going to revolt, you know.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean they st- they still got to make money. But it did launch as a $40 game if you got the standard edition. Yeah. So, I don't know, could you That
0: that is cheaper than normal in and Forgive me, I don't really buy. I
1: mean for games. a multiplayer only game, not really. You look at something like Dead by Daylight, which I think that launched at about 40 as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah, that's 40. So. Yeah, yeah. but that that is honestly the that's what everybody's after in terms of asymmetrical multiplayer. These games, I think uh, these days, I think that's the most successful one is Dead by Daylight. And it's a fun game. I don't know if you guys have played that at all, but this is the only asymmetrical thing I've ever played.
2: But back on the alpha predator, I'm pretty excited about that. And I just have a feeling, I mean, I have no inside knowledge that maybe predator hunting grounds work with NECA. Versus, I know NECA um, is celebrating this as their hundred figure. It's the first one they actually designed it. But, you know, Titan was brought in early for Stalking Shadows. I would imagine NECA was maybe brought in too, because they focused so yep. much attention on building the lore on the human side. You know, what happened to OWLF? What happened to Stargazer? What happened to Dutch? What happened to Sean Keys? What happened to the reinstatement of OWLF? They focused so much love and attention on the human side. They, they had to brainstorm the Predator side. So I, I won't be surprised if this comes out and they were working in tandem. You know, NECA actually designed a figure, but this was, you know, a work of cohesion and they were maybe, you know, brought in like a year ago to work this out. So well, I believe
1: NECA has has hinted that they're going to do a Dutch figure, which I mean, yeah, that's, that's only natural that they yeah. would. On your on your point, Voodoo, real quick about the lore contributions. Yeah, I I think that was was great with what they did with the human side of things. Like I was like Stargazer was replacing OWLF really when the Predator movie came out, and now they kind of switched that back. Like oh OWLF has been reinstated, and Stargazer is now this rogue agency. Which at first I thought that was kind of silly. I was like, really Stargazer is like selling drugs down in the jungle now. (laughs)
0: Well, well, I thought of you while listening to the tapes earlier. Yeah,
1: the Dutch tapes go into that a bit. and they, they kind of justify that. They're setting up like alien tech black market, which I mean, that book Hunters and Hunted went into Stargazer as like this kind of independent contractor agency. And so that... Uh, well, no, it was more of a... I thought it was it was off. Traeger trying to bring the private sector in to replace OWLF.
0: They were already Stargazer in in Hunters and Hunted. Uh, they went into it being like a merger. With, oh, that's right. Uh, with the OWLF. And that I think Traeger was trying to get a bit more independent with... No, they were running out of funding from the government so Traeger was trying to bring in the private sector to replace the funding that was being lost from the government. Yeah, it it doesn't really jive with the backstory from Hunters and Hunted, which I was a little disappointed about because of how much I actually really liked that book. But I am really happy to see OWLF back because I think they are a part of the Predator Lord. It's not not been mined enough. How the fuck do you have an organisation like that and not use it as a framework for a ton of the comics...
1: It's interesting because they're not a clear-cut, nefarious organization like Weyland-Yutani. And this goes into that as well, especially in the tapes. Like you see Peter Keys develops a friendship with Dutch. And I loved how they they went through that in, in the tapes. And even in the movie Predator too, you see this organization is not just like, oh, we're gonna take out Harrigan and it's like, no, it's he's already involved. Let's show him what's going on, I guess. Well, like how many times do I have to tell you, you don't know what you're dealing exactly. with? Exactly. So I, I do think OWLF is is a great part of the Predator lore and this game brought that back in, in a really cool way and made Stargazer the nefarious organization, which yes. hopefully they do expand upon that and kind of justify the stuff they're doing in In South America, in the future a bit more. Because at first I was like, come on guys, Stargazer's setting up weed farms and shit.
2: (laughs) But... I love stargazer <laughs> as the bad guys. The fact that they demonized them and I, mean, I hated stargazer after the predator, but that I love cool. them as in it for the money, private contractor selling alien tech to the highest bidder, maybe our enemies, you know, and those touch tapes were fantastic. The fact that first they added all that ambient sound, you know, when he's in the yeah, jungle, I mean, he's like smoking yeah. cigars yeah. as well. He's, yeah. He's always lighting great. up his stogie. And, um, <laughs> and I, You know, Arnold, how great of an actor is he? But you could tell he put an effort in it. This was really well acted. And, you know, he's sitting there cursing. He's talking about the uh, reinstatement of OWLF, what happened. Even him escaping the hospital bed. I loved when he started discussing his ideological differences with Peter Keys and his concerns about predators and how the fact that, you know, everyone keeps upping the ante. When the humans become more of a challenge, you know, they present more of an assault.
0: We thought we were sending a warning there, taking it as a challenge, I think, is one of the things he says in in one of them as well. Yeah. This
2: thing is a wonderful addition to the lore. I can't remember where, other than a book or um, a comic, that we've ever gotten such a substantial piece that feels relevant to the Predator universe that doesn't feel tacked on or happening behind the scenes. I mean, they've filled in so many blanks here and props to them because it's really well written. It's really well yeah. thought out. None of it was I rolling my eyes or cringing or they got this wrong or they got this wrong. Yeah, I had a little problem with the radioactive poisoning, you know, because there's conflicting stuff on that. But I
1: kind of like that. Honestly, I thought it was cool how it, it didn't. They, they had said it was a different type of radiation where he still got poisoned, but it, it wasn't going to kill you. So for me, thin, I, it was like a, a Yeah, it was house. like an extraterrestrial form of radiation. They They go into it a bit.
0: Didn't that just sort of... I suppose more more you for this one, Voodoo, because I don't think Adam's read it. But didn't that little connection back to the Predator Two novelization, did that not make you smile? It did. To show how deep they were sort of mining. I mean, that fucking
2: book's so hard to get.
0: You know, if they've gone out and hunted that fucker down and had a read through it and tapped into that. that's
2: sweet. It just shows what? R-E-S-P-E-C-T, right? It just shows respect for the universe. I just love it to death. And I was I was
1: shocked. I was shocked that they brought in Jake Busey. I mean, they didn't yeah. need to bring in Jake Busey. I mean, that, that was kept And after well, The then. Predator, like, I was so intrigued that he was going to be in that movie, but he was kind of a glorified cameo. Wasted. In that. But yeah. in this one, it really goes into his character and the loss of his father and his involvement with the organization. I thought it was great that they brought him on to do that. And I really hope they continue the, the tape thing in the next DLC. I don't know who else they would, they would do, but... I mean, keep using those twos. and yeah, keep keep using keys and keep using Arnie. It would be interesting to have a new character each DLC drop.
2: Arrogant, arrogant, yeah, yeah. 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 See what he's been up to. But I, I just loved it, and the fact that you know, the majority of the players aren't going to be listening to these tapes, or they listen to it once and discard it. You know, it's really only meant for the hardcore Predator fans. But you got to think about all the time and energy it took just to create. Fill in these blanks to create these storylines just for us. I mean, Elphonic already adds like three points to my game rating just for that. Yeah,
1: and I I love the fact also that they kind of explain how Dutch is still doing this into his seventies, and they go back to the the vampirism thing. Yeah,
0: I I keep meaning to ask him about that. That'll be something to pop in the um, the next uh, podcast, the interview that we do because that was also in
1: in Concrete Jungle as well. That that concept, Yeah.
0: yeah, it's it's been a part
2: since. Was it Eternal that started that, really? Yeah, I think Eternal was the
1: first to do that. Yeah. But sorry, what were you going to say, Voodoo?
2: And that made me a little nervous, though, when we, um, I think it was first in the Sean Keys recordings where um, uh, Sean was explaining that Dutch went up against a female Predator. And the way they were able to save him was, I guess they were um, reverse engineering the Predator medical kit, right? Right. Uh. And they came up with a serum with blood cells augmented with human DNA, and I'm like, uh oh, here we go, we're gonna get <laughs>
1: with the predator shit again. <laughs>
2: we're we're gonna get a half predator,
1: half assassin Dutch. Dutch,
2: yeah. And he, you know, and he's carrying around the combi stick, but fortunately, you know, it's been very subtle, and it just explains why he's had a long life. So I appreciate that.
0: I love the fucking lore tapes in this. I mean, you do not expect that level of narrative in in a multiplayer focus game, do you? No.
1: No, and that, that makes me frustrated, too, because I'm like, oh, man, can you imagine if they had done a campaign where you play as, like, Dutch in a squad and you have these different missions? And Well, we can do that whenever we want. I, I, that's that's true, but to have more of a story structure to it that you'd be going through. I think that'll always be something
0: that's missed, but again, I give it a pass because of so much of my... Yes, I fucking love the single player for AVP Classic, and yes, I love the single player for AVP 2, yeah. but you know what made me so... One of the things that made me so hardcore into the fandom was the multiplayer of AVP2. Yeah.
1: Agreed. And I think you're right. Not every game needs a single player campaign or component. Games like Dead by Daylight, like that that's built to be multiplayer, as is this. And I love that they they weave a narrative within that when they didn't really have to. No, you so, think
2: with Dutch, so they only had to bring Arnold in and do his skin and do his get to the chopper and you know adam you could do his voice better than me but you know they didn't have to have him sit there and record all these tapes and that shows that they really have love for the franchise you know something far outweighs a lot of the problems with the game that come across
0: it doesn't feel like a phoned to titan you know i've said it before you know i get the impression i get whenever i talk to Ilphonic is they fucking love this yes I think it shows in the tapes. I think it shows in how well their writing team has put together everything that they love. They love this. And I fucking love those tapes. I really do. And I do hope to see. And
1: I
2: love that they call this canon. I know you're going to have problems with it (laughs) because. I know, I know. And, Heavens and stars. <laughs> and that's going to make those female predators canon. <laughs> and I know you're going to have a problem with that. But the fact that this fills in the blanks, it's official. Look, they made NECA, what, backstories canon, right? Those Kenner figures we just learned is canon. Well. It's part of the Bible. Everything
1: right? is canon until it's not. <laughs> like they said, Colonial Marines was canon too. Until yeah. you have the next Ridley Scott outrage.
2: There's no outrage here, though.
1: I mean and, and just to clarify
0: for Voodoo's thing, is not anything I have against this game being canon. I just fucking hate canon discussions. Yeah. <laughs> They're as bad as politics yeah. discussions in my opinion. I brought that up for you. <laughs> How <laughs> very <laughs> dare you. Every time I see that show up, I start to fucking my eye starts to twitch and I, I lose fucking um That's mobility on of, one uh, side of my body.
1: Doing this on camera, I see your veins pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I tend to agree with, with Xenomorph on our forum that canon is, is just your head canon and what you want. For me, this game is, is included in that because I think it's an excellent contribution to the universe.
0: Canon makes no difference to a person's personal enjoyment of anything, is, is my thing. You enjoy what you fucking want, regardless of it being canon or not. It makes no difference. Canon only matters to the people making products. It doesn't
2: matter to us. Certain people need it official. It's like uh, a practice game versus a real game, right? You want it to be official. You want it to count. And some people, you know, that's important to them. I understand.
0: Not important to me, and it makes me
2: angry. Uh, 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 Female predators, can it? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. The big boob controversy. So,
0: yeah, let's let's talk about that. They did good with, I hate boobs on a predator, (laughs) but... I do really like how Ilphonic did it because it isn't fucking. Is it Rule Thirty Four? Is that? Yeah. Is that the? No, yeah. they're, they're it's not Rule Thirty Four. Credited um, bikinis. It is, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's very athletic formed. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I still have a problem with boobs on a predator. I always will, but I think Ilphonic did it in a very tasteful uh, way. Gratuitous. Yeah.
1: yeah. This is the first time outside of the novels and comics that we've seen female predators in the franchise. And we really didn't see them that much in the novels and comics. We just kind of saw them here and there. So to have them be featured prominently here... And in such a cool way, I uh, like how the different classes are, they have different frames, uh, you have lighter ones and more heavy ones. So it, it just felt that it was cool to finally see that outside of the novels and comics. And it makes me want to see it in, in the next film uh, more. And I, I, I just think they did it really well. I mean, it's cool to have that cosmetic
0: option. It all goes towards the customization, doesn't it? I mean, in this day and age, why the fuck do we not have male and female choices in everything? And that they've extended that to both the Predator and the Fire team, I think is is brilliant.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with the female predators. In the forums, shout out to I think it was PredBabe Babe and Wisps, you know, we do have our female predator fans. Yep. And while Not everyone's excited about the boob situation. They're really excited (laughs) that the female predators are being represented. And uh, I think one of them, it might've been pred babe saying that uh, I'm just glad they're not home, you know, taking care of the kids, doing the dishes, you know, (laughs) that they're actually getting involved with the hunt and there's representation. And, um, so I'm going to leave it to them. If they approve, which they did, then I approve. And it's, it's pretty exciting to be added to the lore. Yeah. Would I like a little more modification maybe in the head, in the crest of the head? Yeah, that would have been interesting. I mean, they, they do vary to some degree, but nothing too extreme. But I'm pretty happy. And they they seem to be more deadly compared to the male predators. If you listen to the, I think it was the Dutch tapes. It goes on about being smart. Right? Yeah. Or maybe it was yeah, Sean. He
1: was saying they don't, they don't fuck around like the males do in the Dutch tapes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I yeah, I really liked that how instead of just killing him when she could, she left a scar on Dutch and that he was seen as like this prized prey that had taken out multiple predators and she was like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to leave my mark on you so you know I could have. So I that was like kind a of warning. Yeah. Like, stop effing with us. Stop.
2: <laughs> you know, wasn't there wasn't there something, I think it was in the Sean Keyes tapes, where they did some sort of EMP, where it neutralized all Predator tech. Like, it kept all our tech going, right? But it neutralized Predator tech. They realized we're taking this equipment, or they're taking this equipment and reverse engineering. And everything is starting to feel like a warning and building up to a war, which I didn't mind the way at least it was presented in these recordings and tapes.
0: It feels like a warm-up for seasonal stuff or story-based, more story-based things with how it's getting progressively more serious. And I think that, you know, kind of like how Battlefield, they did their themed multiplayer events where they released new maps based on a new conflict in in the war and did themes around that kind of thing. It feels like something, the lore's almost warming up to something like that in this, which would be interesting, perhaps. I mean, like, Adam, you mentioned my thing about the, the objective variety earlier you know that is one of the things i worry about with the game how not enough of the objectives are themed around the predator and while thematically it's a cool replication of the setup of the original film where you walk in you fight the fire team walks into a situation not knowing anything about it you know i worry how long that's going to hold up because we don't we know everything about it how long is that going to keep our interest but it kind of feels like that might be like a, a warm-up to seasonal stuff of the fire team does start to learn more you know we do get new missions new maps and new objectives and story modes that are themed around a progression of the storyline of this conflict that the tape seemed to be setting up which would be really interesting actually i think i'd quite like that yeah
1: i mean i don't know how far they could really push that i i wouldn't want them to take it outside of the the hunt con context too much to like a full-on battle or something that might get a little too crazy but i definitely think we need more predator centric game modes in mission variety
0: and, and again, um, it's like we're saying in terms of the law, there's lots of stuff they can do with that. You know, you can have, uh, they've detected a predator drop pod, get in there, secure the drop pod. Yeah. You are retrieving a, a downed predator. You you can be one of the guys coming in on the fucking helicopter at the end, but work it out a little bit more. So you're dropping in to go and find like what was left of the a fire team and then trace their stuff to find this downed predator. Retrieve a piece of tech, whatever. There's all sorts. But I do really want more Predator-focused objectives. That is that is my big want outside of things like just more content. You know, it is Predator-themed stuff for the
2: general um, general gameplay. And you would trust them for that. You know, they've done...
0: Mm, yeah, definitely. You know,
2: I never even thought I would... <laughs> You know, I I always wanted the Predator to to be about the hunt, but, um, you know, I'm going through these tapes and so forth and the fact that, you know, their ideas, they don't want to leave any of their their tech behind, you know, and we're starting to use their tech. And, you know, while while it looked bad in the Predator, I guess it's all about presentation, subtlety, you know, I don't mind that they were uh, reverse engineering this medical kit to uh, augment Dutch's... Cells. I mean, they know how to do a little, but not too much to the point that, okay, this is giving him, it's like steroids, it's giving him a little extra life, but he's not going to turn into a predator or a hybrid, you know, <laughs> pre human and start climbing the trees and so forth. What I always try to say, it's all about presentation. You know, you can make a nice steak and potatoes and lobster, but if you take a, a trash lid and turn it upside down and serve it on the trash lid, it's no longer <laughs> going to look appetizing. And that was the Predator. But Elphonic, you know, man, I'm I'm like, go for it. You know, suddenly I'm interested in a little bit of more of a conflict that's not just a hunt. And I never thought I'd be interested in that before.
0: Just as long as there's no global warming.
2: <laughs> hey, that <laughs> yeah, was we'll, established in we'll Predator
0: I feel like we've mostly been talking about lore. We've mostly and what, been what talking about been, the though, stuff so we want to see for this yeah. game. Yeah. So let, let's talk about the fucking game, guys. All right. Um, all right. So, so. Actually, playing as the predator—you know—the predator is in the title of the fucking game—and people are gonna want to play as it. What did we think about how the predator handles?
1: I, I think he handles great. One of one of the main complaints, though, that I've been meaning to bring up that I've seen in a lot of the reviews is that there's a lot of pressure on playing as the predator because so much of the t- the tension of a map is determined by how proficient of, of a predator player that the uh, the player on that side is. And I feel like there's more opportunities to progress as the fire team and get practice in as the fire team as there are as the Predator. First of all, more people want to play as the Predator. So the matchmaking queue times for the Predator are typically quite a bit higher, usually about five or six minutes now compared to the fire team where you can just kind of get into a game instantly. So I feel like overall, just for that alone, you get more practice with the, the fire team, not to mention the fire team just kind of plays closer to a lot of other FPS games where the predator plays very uniquely. So that's that's one thing that I think a lot of single-player missions could help. Like, maybe not even story, just kind of like further tutorials, right? Something to give you a bit more practice as the Predator so you could develop strategies. Because I noticed I started having way more success as a Predator player when I stopped rushing. And you have to see opportunities and take those opportunities. Opportunities like if a fire team splits up, or if, if a camp alarm has gone off and they're focused on AI, or if one of them's on an an objective. So it's really interesting how I feel like I was really frustrated initially playing as a predator. But after having gotten some practice in and, and kind of trying to not go after the fire team too quickly, you you develop strategies that are way more interesting than just kind of the, the run and gun you get with the fire team. Like, I feel the fire team is a bit more do your objectives, stay together. If The predator shows up, unload on him. And that's kind of it. Like, there's a lot more strategy to to playing as the predator. And I think for that, there's there's a lot more pressure as well. I think so. Uh, I think
2: with the beta, everyone (laughs) took a berserker and a combi stick and just rushed in and took everyone down. I think I took you guys down during the beta that way. But then I learned, especially when the game came out and then after the patch, that you just can't rush in there, that you have to play the Predator like the 1987 movie. If you remember, that Predator picked his spots. It's not like he just came down there with his blades and started hacking at everyone. You know, he saw opportunities where there was, you know, one of the... Let's just call them fire team members, were separated from the rest of the camp and he would attack then. Or you would take some shots and then see if they break apart, see where you know how they run, you know. And uh, I found myself, like I said, in the situation of Mac where, you know, I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm running and I'm chasing the predator because he's gonna second wind. And I realize I'm the only one chasing after him, or maybe two of us, you know, and the other two are separated. And yeah, I learned as a predator, you really have to be patient. You really have to not just be melee but you have to use some long-range attack and it's a balance you know you have to set up traps and you have to use fire team members to set up those traps i mean the greatest thing you could do is just down a member look like you take off and then as they reviving the down member you take you that come
1: back yeah
2: you- yeah, you plasma caster or you use your bow and you take down the member that's reviving him. You know, you think everything is safe. You just don't go in there and take the trophy. So yeah, it's it's a big learning experience and some people that it looks like new players come in and think they could just hack and slash and then they're surprised they're like the Predator is so weak.
0: Look how quickly I died. But then on the reverse of that as well, you've got the comments where it's like the Predators are so overpowered. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, that's just kind of that's going to be the no nature of asymmetrical games and, and I think they've balanced it pretty well after the first patch i'm sure there's further tweaks they could do but there doesn't feel like anything's fundamentally broken it feels well balanced
0: i'd like to see class differential
1: yeah i mean the the scout still has very little reason to play and i feel like ranged combat should be his thing it's useful in terms of harassing the the fire team right you typically don't want to make your move into like the third stage of the, the match where they're starting to head to the exfil point or they're in their final objectives. You just kind of want to wear down their resources so they don't have as much ammo. They don't have as much healing, which will give you those opportunities to swoop in and make your kills. So it's, it's really interesting and well thought out how these how you can strategize as the predator and I wish there was there were on the fire team side of things that there were a bit more interesting things you could do like we were just playing this morning Aaron and you were telling me that the heat flare that kind of disrupts the predator's vision was was pretty ineffective and if they had other things like you could disable the predator's tech or something temporarily that, that might be interesting just to put more strategy on the fire team side of things. I actually like using the scout now. Tipped a
2: hat to one of our forum members named Calem. He was telling me that since the patch he was always playing The scout. Now, at first, I thought the scout was a little too squishy, but scout you do, you know, can run faster, has more stamina, I believe can jump further. And I've been playing as the last few weeks just a scout, and I've actually really enjoyed it. You got to pretty much play mostly ranged and go in with the melee, uh, you know, as little as possible. But I think there is a uniqueness about it that uh, with some practice, You'd still take down all four fire team members.
0: I just think it'd be nice to see more baked in uniqueness. So, you know, the scout does have a natural boost to That's fair. Yeah, the plasma caster or ranged in general or specifics, you know, maybe the scout's are a master fucking Bozeman kind of thing. Just something a little bit more to is it bad to say force a type of gameplay? Is it unfair to force a type of gameplay on a class, or is that something you expect? You know, you, you
1: still want a bit of freedom in terms of how you go about doing things, but you want classes to have certain strengths and certain weaknesses. I don't think they're doing a good job spelling it
2: out because, like I said, what I've noticed, at least, is with a scout, you could jump further. Where does it say that? Where does it indicate in-game that, you know, this is his capability? Maybe he does a little more damage with ranged weapons. If they, if he is, or she is, Ilphonic's not spelling
1: it out for us. And again, communication. Mm. Also, an- an- another thing I want to bring up real quick. And this is kind of goes towards lore contributions as well. The, the Predator weaponry looks awesome in this especially the new additions like I the fucking
0: bow i love the new bow yeah
1: i love the with bow, the so bow it's it's the same thing like the the whip in avpr and please give us the whip oh man i would love to see that too but the bow is it is a traditionally human weapon and they made it look like a predator weapon in terms of of how it's laid out and how it functions it, it also has a, a charging ability as well so the bow is is great the one thing i would love to see buffed is the the handheld plasma pistol because it looks really cool like it looks cooler than the the APPR one in my opinion but it just does like zero damage and there's no
0: and there's, there's no reason to use it over the shoulder cannon yeah. as well and there needs to be alternate effects for that thing you know maybe that disables the hood or um, something like that
2: in fairness, the one advantage it has over the shoulder cannon, or two advantages, is the first thing, you don't become uncloaked when using it, and it doesn't, use, it doesn't drain any of your energy. So other than reloading it, I think after six shots, you could stay cloaked for a very long time and just keep blowing away with that um, handheld. So I actually, I've used it a few times. I've enjoyed it actually more than my least favorite w- weapon would probably be the War Club, even after all the updates apparently it's all about the elder sword now the elder sword is great now they changed the animations they made it more efficient more damage so it's more deadly i mean i still love the combi stick because even if they sit there and they parry you you could start running away thinking you're you know they they got the best of you and then turn around right yeah. and just chuck it like <laughs> a javelin right into his heart
0: i fucking love that that is both a melee and a ranged weapon yep. yes
1: Because in AVP 2010, it was ranged only. It was only ranged
0: only. And in AVP 2, it was only melee. And it's both. Give me a game where it's both. And they did. And I love that. That is one of the top points for this.
2: And same thing with the smart disk. It's the same thing you could use in melee. And since the last patch or update, they, um, they upped the damage on it. It's really great for melee now.
0: I I love I love playing as the predator. It's like you're saying though, you know, it, it's it does have a bit of a learning curve on it, and the wait times kind of impede your chance to get really good. But when I'm in there, I fucking love it. I I'm quite fond of the net gun. Is is what I quite enjoy getting down there, net two of them, slash up one, run away when they start coming round. Yep, I I really enjoy the net gun, which is funny because I hated it in the in the trial. I really didn't like it, but now now it's my go to.
1: Yeah, likewise. But I, I I do hope they add more predator weapons as well. I would love, love, love to see the whip. And I hope the Shuriken actually is a thing. And it should be different than the disc. I hope it's not just a skin for the disc. I hope it actually has its own unique kind of attack.
0: I suppose that's a bit of a problem, isn't it? its It's, again, differentiating things. Wouldn't it be nice if the spear gun was in it? But how is that going to be different to the bow?
2: Yeah. Well, with the smart disc, you could control... But with the, the shuriken, you know, it's like throwing a um, that martial arts star. I forget what it's called. Maybe it's just called a star.
0: On not they, they just called shurikens? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I think so. yeah, But yeah, I mean, perhaps it's got a faster rate of um, flight. That, that's kind of how it
1: was in, um, if you remember in the AVPR PSP game, Aaron, the shuriken was a bit faster than the disc. And you could throw them faster than you could the disc, like multiple ones.
0: But yeah, again, it's, it's content, content, content. And that's just as much with the the Predator weapons as it is with um, the team weapons. You know, that was something I really liked with the Dutch DLC, you know, was having that M16 alight. The hammerhead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was cool because it looked like a modern iteration of the M16. So well, yeah, it was it's like it's, it's his it traditional was. weapon, but it still looked kind of futuristic. Because I guess this game does take place in 2025. Yeah. So uh, another Predator weapon that I really want to see that i just forgot uh you made me forget it <laughs> Wow, <Well>, i'm sorry <laughs> well while you're thinking i i love the predator uh-huh.
2: weapons i love the net gun i love the fact they can pin someone oh. to the wall i you you remembered
1: i remembered okay. okay so if they do a wolf skin and they have that be its own class it should have the dual shoulder uh,
2: that would be awesome sh-
1: mm-hmm.
2: i'm gonna have to nerf that though
1: yeah <laughs> I don't know.
0: I I don't envy the balancing that Ilphonic must be having nightmares with, with trying to get everything um, yeah. you know quite fair and stuff like that is going to not make it exactly easy, yeah. is it?
2: But overall, I'm really happy with the Predator weapons. Yeah, I agree. Maybe the handheld plasma caster could be a little more damage. The only one I really have a problem with is the War Club. I actually suggested that maybe it could give you a dizzying effect. You know, if you're running too long and you run out of stamina and you start breathing heavy, everything gets a little cloudy. I thought maybe they could just use that mechanic every time you're hit with a War Club, you know, as where you stun. can't. Yeah, as a stun, as long as it's not parried. That just makes you a little dizzy for the moment, you know, and they already have that available tested. So something like that. But otherwise, I love the bow. I love the combi stick. I love what they did with the Elder Sword and the Smart Disks. I love the changes. And you can actually down a fire team member with a Smart Disk. And it's not with a single throw, but it's being hit twice. As you guys know, you could call it back. Yeah. So if you call it back, as soon as it goes through him, and as long as he's not running sideways, it hits him twice and downs him. You know, once going through and then one, when you call it back, and it'll take him down. And I just love it. It's my favorite predator or weapon i just
0: love it and i think the predator looks great in the game as well i think they did a fantastic job with the animations yeah, and yeah. with again the customization i said how much i loved it earlier you know uh, the mask customization is brilliant i love a lot a lot of the new designs that Ilphonics brought to the game profit is is one i really like in this again i want to see more more masks and stuff like that
1: more red color yeah yeah and, and just recently they made it so you could before, only the, the females had the thicker dreads and the males had the thinner dreads, but now you can customize it for, for each gender. But yeah, this game definitely has the best looking, most flowy Predator dreadlocks we've we've seen in any of the games.
0: When, when he jumps off and it kind of does the L'Oreal thing. Yeah. Well, it is brilliant. I, I love how the Predator looks in this so much. It's just so satisfying seeing it run, you know, on those branches and seeing it crawl around the trees and stuff like that. Yeah. Should, I, I had so thought nice the best
1: model we've got before was the Ghost Recon Wildlands one. I th- I thought the artist did a great job with that model. But Ilphonic has done the best ones we've ever seen, I think. This is like, in terms of like how good you can make a Predator look in the video game space, this is up there with Alien Isolation, but... On the predator side of things,
2: and they've went back to the original Stan Winston design. I know you guys are big friends with ADI, and I'm notorious on the forums (laughs) not being a fan of the direction they took it. But they went back closer to the Stan Winston design, and I think they look terrific when that helmet is shot off. I love their look, especially
0: in the fucking uh, the end cutscene. Especially when the predator wins and you know is holding that skull up and doing the roar, it looks fucking gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Then the trophy kills uh, can you call them trophy kills the claim kill animations and and mini cutscenes in this the polish on those is brilliant i just especially yeah. with the dutch one you know how awesome <laughs> was that it's like yeah you fucking take it dutch you will go down to me
2: as a predator
0: i love i love those animations there's little have you seen scenes.
2: the backbreaker yeah. Y- yeah yeah that's a good one i don't know if you guys have noticed uh, speaking of dying but dutch once in a while screams Dylan, when he's dying,
0: you see, I thought I heard that as well. Yeah. I didn't know if I was hearing things. I I I heard heard it. I got to listen
1: for it.
2: I heard it, and I'm like, I'm not going to mention anything. I think I was playing with our user, Caleb at the time, and he's like, and then he brought it up, and I'm like, I've heard the same thing. Yeah. It's like, mm. I don't know. I mean, don't you know Dylan has been dead? <laughs> but I guess he's in his little twilight, his death throes,
1: and he goes, He's like, Dylan, I'm coming to join you. <laughs> I'm coming home, Dylan.
0: <laughs> how how awesome is it when you're running around as, as Dutch? And everybody's
1: just doing get to the chopper. Oh my God. Yeah. The first time we played as Dutch Aaron, it was just a squad of four Dutches and everyone was like, get to the chopper. And w- it was just so, so fun. So great.
0: It's one of those <laughs> things that I just don't think's ever going to get tiring. Same as somehow the predator theme does, is, does not get tiring in this game.
2: Yeah, and I I love the fact also that sometimes he whispers his voice commands, and I yeah. really want to know what what's the mechanic that generates that. Is, is it it seems like predator? when
1: you're in an encampment and you haven't been spotted, I noticed that as well. Yeah, he's like over there,
2: you know.
0: So every, everybody's happy with playing as the predator. Yes. Yeah. Just wait times being the issue, really, when it comes to him, isn't it? I
1: would I would like to see ways to mitigate that. Mainly, like a How? if they did it, well. Here's here's what they could do. Okay. Let's say you have a group of players that really enjoyed playing together. They could vote on if they want to stay together as a party and which one of them would prefer to play the Predator. So that way you can stick with the same group and you wouldn't have to go into matchmaking again and again. The
0: same private match set, but in matchmaking.
1: Yeah, yeah. Somehow implement that where you could create uh, and you could do that in like Rainbow Six Siege it's just like stay as team so if you like the, the players you're playing with you can you can stay as the team including the Predator player
0: How is lobbying not a default thing anyway? It's got to be asked how, how is that not a default thing?
1: Yeah, I I wonder if they could do both or if that would stretch things a bit thin if you had like a browser lobby system as well as matchmaking. I don't I don't know. That might be something we could ask him about, but
2: I think the wait times have been greatly improved ever since Dutch they came are, out. They
1: are they are a lot yeah. better. About,
0: about 3 or, minutes now. Yeah, minutes. I
2: was playing last night and it was for me it was 2 to 3 minutes. And maybe that's the answer. Maybe because people are inclined now To to play play Dutch Dutch
0: instead, yeah.
2: And if you come out with some more human skins that are going to attract people away from playing the Predator, it's going to be more of a balanced wait time.
0: Mm. I I think an interesting thing to see would be the humans having some minor access to Predator tech as well. Yeah, where the, it it would have to be not as good as the Predator versions, of course. But you know, uh, having having Traeger's shoulder cannon uh, <laughs> rigged up, perhaps with a, a no friendly kill feature, <laughs> or Harrigan having you know the the disc as a, a melee instead of a knife. You know, it, it's there as a thing. I mean, Dutch shows up with the Predator Gauntlet. Perhaps there's some sort of stuff that they they can bring into that you know it's got to be they've got to be thinking about that
2: and he's got a biomass on the shoulder
1: yeah and, and, and i know, want to be able to, the to use that well. biomass on on a predator yeah it's really that cool. that <laughs> needs
0: that needs to be one of the customization things that's the thing isn't it we enjoy so much that we just want we're just like oh, we want more we want we more, want more. Give us so yeah. much more you know nope. give me give me all the fucking comic skins give me broken tusk give me ahab give me all the predators from avp give me all the predators from avp requiem as well give me bone grill for fuck's sake i just want the most obscure fucking predator i want him in this fucking
1: game I'm sure I'm sure um, once Illphonic gets gets back into their office, we'll, we'll probably start seeing more regular content updates. I would I would hope. But yeah, with the with the current situation, just how fucked this year is um, just the fact that they've been able to do these updates. And I know you were saying, Aaron, that they, they could probably communicate with the the community a bit a bit more. But I think they've they've been doing a pretty good job keeping active on social media and keeping people updated with their with their plans for the game. It could be more,
2: but On the forums, they are a wall. They are missing.
1: I mean Well, the forums are pretty chaotic last time I looked. At I first, so. have
0: never ever liked official forums because they always feel like a fucking wildland. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm gonna take I'm gonna try and keep up with hunting grounds as official forums. I'm gonna try and get involved, keep up to date on everybody's problems. I lasted three days.
1: It it was the same for me. I went on there because I was with a lot of people in terms of the Predator feeling underpowered. But after they fixed that in the first balance patch, I was like, yeah, I'm. I'm good. The forums are just. It got a bit wild on their forums. I. I did think so myself. I just go there usually
2: when I brainstorm, like with the bad blood idea. It's like, okay, let me put that in the form. Maybe they're going to read it, you know. And with the uh, dizzy effect, with the uh, war club, and I'm, I'm hoping it's. The, you have the suggestion section of the forum, and I'm hoping they're reading it, at least giving it some consideration. But I don't know.
0: Like I said, they they love the they love the property. Yeah. I, th- I think they will be taking note of suggestions and stuff like that, but I'm just hoping that they've got a fuck ton of ideas that we just don't know about yet, that uh, are coming. I just wish they'd let us know. Mm. What about playing as the fire team then? Uh, how how do people enjoy the human thing? Because I imagine most of us are playing mostly as the fire team anyway.
2: I enjoy it. I mean, no, it's not Call of Duty, but this is not, what do they call it, a AAA game? Mm-hmm. And, um, granted, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the, uh, classes. I kind of stay away from recon and scout. You know, I kind of focus mo- mostly on assault and support. I know people give the AI a hard time, but you know what? I'm okay with the AI because it feels like the Predator movie. I mean, how good can this AI be? And they've already improved it. You know, the AI, if you remember Dutch and his team yeah. could just plow through these guys like they're Swiss cheese, one-liners. I think that
0: is another one of those thematic strong points for this game, because at the end of the day, Predator was set up as an arcadey team type film until it switches gear. And I think that kind of works for Hunting Grounds in that it feels a little arcadey when you are fighting Stargazer. It's just one of those thematic plus points for me. How intentional that that particular arcadiness is, I don't know, but I buy into it completely.
2: Well, I watch some of these videos and they're like, why aren't these guys, you know, crouching when they're shooting and hiding behind cover? I'm like, imagine if a predator shows up. I mean, how the hell are we going to be dealing with such great AI yeah. and they, a predator? They-
1: they are meant as a distraction to, to give the predator those opportunities to take out the fire team. But there are some moments where it's like, man, this, this AI is dumb where I've, I've had some moments where I've killed an AI and the other guy walks over to his body and just goes, huh? And then turns around (laughs) and just like walks away. And I'm like, come on guys, like a little bit more immersion here, but yeah. I think they fixed a lot of that in the patch though. Oh, AI craziness. Yeah. And they all have the same face too. It's kind of weird. All the AI mercenaries have exactly the same face. I mean, some of them have face masks, but you can shoot them off and it's the same face again. And I know they're they're cannon fodder, right? So it might be asking a bit much, but it's like a little variety. Come on.
2: So, so what do you guys think of the classes of the fire team?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm with I'm with you, AJ. I don't like the recon too much. I mean, it's, it's good if you're just going to snipe the predator in the tree, but I mean, once the predator gets in close, you're kind of screwed. You don't have as much health. So yeah, I... I mainly stick with assault myself. Also, they have the ch- the chain gun, so you can pretty much use old painless in this, which is which is fun. That is fun. And assault, I think
2: you get a bonus for using a secondary weapon, so it does even more damage. But I tell you, that feels like the nineteen eighty seven film when you got the minigun in your hand and you're shooting at the trees and the branches are coming down. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's even an achievement for that, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, I'm sure Adam
1: got all those achievements
2: by now. I'm right? still
1: working on them. Some of them are pretty rough, like the thousand trophy claims. It's like, oh, how am going to do that. Is it long claim or is it? It's not, it's not a thousand for the long claims. I think okay. it's a hundred for the long claim is the, the trophy for that or it might be 50. I don't know. But yeah, some of them are a little grindy, but I'm working on it.
0: I'm the same as you guys. I'm only really playing Assault and same as on the Predator side. I'm just generally sticking to Hunter. I'm just leaving it on the default stuff. I'm not, I don't feel like there's incentive enough to really experiment with with the other classes but weapon wise i i really enjoy some of the weapons in the game you know it was great seeing the <laughs> they all have uh, copyright avoidance names but it was <laughs> it was great seeing you know like the AA 12 in there because uh, you get to pretend to be fucking royce it was it was great seeing the MP seven and the Chris. You know that's it's just modern kind of futuristic looking stuff. And um, the the Chris is connected as well. You know that's used in in the Predator. Boo the Predator but You know it, the connections there. <laughs> but yeah, like the, the the choice of the weapons in the game, I really like. But again, with everything, I just I just want more. I just want more. Give me give me more. Give me G thirty six, please. But I really do like the new Hammerhead, and I really love the new the Dutch. Blade as well. Again, law building into it, but you know the idea of this being a predator wrist blade that's been fashioned yes. to a into a melee weapon for Dutch. I think it's fucking brilliant. Again, it's just love. It's just love from Ilphonic for the property and the law.
2: Can't give them credit enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. And those impact grenades oh, on the hammerhead.
0: Love being able to select that underslung. <laughs> yeah, you know, when we when me and Adam were, were first playing it when it came out, I was like, can we use this fucking thing? How are we supposed to use it? And then when we figured out, you know, I had to do it, I was like, yes, it's brilliant. Love it.
2: What about the gear, guys? Like the thermal decoy, the noisemaker?
0: Interesting thoughts. I don't think they're there yet. Like the thermal's fucking pointless. I was playing as Predator earlier and Adam was dropping the thermals. I was like, mate, that's just giving you away. And then when you get in it, you're not camouflaged anyway because of the fucking, um, you know, the, the, the fire team indicator that goes above you.
1: I do think it's good if the predator already knows where you are, and if your fire team is doing an objective and you're all like inside of a building, then it might be good to drop one because it is a bit distracting even outside of the thermal vision.
0: I find it more annoying as a fire team member when everything <laughs> suddenly turns fucking orange. Yeah.
2: I actually have thrown it as a distraction, you know, as we're leaving a place. them away it- from yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Mud up and lure it away. Yeah, I,
0: I think I think the predator gadgets are actually quite interesting. I love the bear trap. I love the bear yeah. trap. Yeah, yeah, that stops. Well, stops plays in the tracks you know it's brilliant
1: and that's another feature from the film is is mudding up and you try and be consistent about that because it, it does hide your your thermal signature and it's funny because the enemy ai will comment on that they'll be like mud why <laughs> so <laughs> and and when uh, one of them's like i hope this is mud
0: i hope this is mud <laughs>
2: yeah and do you guys use the motion detector? I often drop them off in
1: key points. That
2: I haven't really
0: played with yeah, yet.
1: I use no. the bear traps a bit more. And there's another mechanic where there's a bunch of hogs running around the map, which is also uh, kind of a throwback to the one they killed in the original movie. And that's one of the ways you can re-up your health as a predator if you run out of medkit syringes. So
2: They really used to be hard to find until they did they that. They were patch. frustrating
1: at first. Yeah, the patch did fix that as well. And I think that's what hurt a lot of the reviews early on is because there there were a number of bugs that I came across too. Like even in the menus, we'd see like character models just not loading. You couldn't jump out of a tree sometimes as a predator. You would get stuck or you would fire a plasma caster in the
0: branches. As well. God, that irritated the shit out of me. My favorite yeah. feature from any of the patches has been the clear all notifications button. Yes.
1: Yes. Thank you for that.
2: Well, I don't don't know if you guys noticed because you're on the PC, but they fixed the graphics. It actually looks like a PS4 game now. Yeah. And, you know, I think the biggest thing, everything sometimes looks a little pixelated, sometimes a little rigid. And I think it was the lighting, but they did a significant improvement to the graphics that it it looks so much better and so much like the PC version now. That I'm like, finally, but why did this take, you know, a few patches, three weeks, a bunch of reviews later, uh, a month later, who knows, why? I couldn't this come out during launch? So uh, I was very happy to see, but frustrated at the same time.
1: Yeah. And I, I played it on the, the PS4 Pro. And I mean, it always looked fantastic in terms of the, the lighting and the jungle and, and the foliage and everything, except for uh, the frame rate. The frame rate was what really got me irritated especially when the bullets started flying. You would get some massive frame drops and they have seemed to fix that a bit. And it's more it's more it's more on the fire team side of things than the predator things. The predator seems to keep closer to 60 but the fire team it's weird because the frame rate seems to be a variable one and it changes depending on how much you're looking at and how much is going on. So, I know we're kind of on the verge of the the PlayStation 5 coming out and I do hope that this game will be compatible with that and that it'll take advantage of the boosting features, like have this game running 60 frames a second, 4K, do a, a graphics boost for for a PS5 version, and I think that would contribute to the longevity of the title.
0: See, I personally haven't had any frame rate issue.
1: I'm now playing
0: it on the PC, but I did play a lot on the PS4. And compared to the the beta, I'm doing it again. Compared to the trial, you know, I did, really didn't have any frame rate issues as a team member. It really didn't
2: it didn't flag up for me at all. I didn't have issues either. But I did see on the forums it complained a lot. But ever since the latest patch, I think a lot of people have calmed down about that, said most of those issues were resolved, including the the graphics problem. So it looks like they are listening and addressing the issues, but uh, they're just not very public about it.
0: Well, the the patch notes have been at least, you know, quite useful in terms of knowing that something's going to be there anyway as well. You know, the the performance issues were...
2: I guess on social media and on the forum itself... Oh, you're right in the patch notes they're addressing everything
0: you're right. but in general i do i do think communication is one of their biggest flaws at the minute
2: yeah maybe they just don't have enough staff
0: maybe i mean they like like has been said you know they are a small studio just because sony's backing them doesn't mean it's going to be you know a launch title style yeah support you know at the end of the day that always has been a thing with alien and, and predator stuff in general it's never really been triple a look back at concrete jungle again you know that wasn't a big game um, Extinction wasn't a big game. I mean, we've been lucky. We've had some big games. You know, AVB twenty ten was it was very much a triple A. Isolation. Isolation, yeah.
2: And if you look at isolation, what was the thing that came out? They sold what 2.3 million copies and they still called it Sega still called it a failure. And then you wonder if they would have just spent a little less money on it. Would there have been a sequel? Would you know that wasn't a mobile game, which I love by the way, I love Blackout. Yeah, But sure. I, I know a lot of that disappointment came out that there wasn't another console game, there was another PC game, but you could obviously point to the financial announcements that they directly called that out as being, you know, disappointing sales. And maybe this is the way you have to approach Predator and Alien, unfortunately.
0: And this one has seemingly done well.
2: I think so. Have they released
1: any sales figures?
0: <laughs> there, there was a thing on one of the entertainment chart. It was in the top 10. Predator games for April in terms of uh, sales. So one, two, three, four, top five, ten five, PS six, PS4 seven. games. You mean? Yeah.
1: What did I say? You said Predator games. I wish there were yeah. that many Predator. Games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean <laughs> it, it was seventh for April. Though it was a little bit cheaper in terms of actual cash. Though it only came in fifteenth. But top ten. Yeah, you know, that's, that's good. i have no idea about how it sold on um, on Epic.
1: Just imagine if the reviews are better. I I do think it's going to come down to content drops and further tweaks, new game modes. Yeah. Like you said, Aaron, just content, 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 and word of mouth will go around. If this game continues to get stronger, people are going to want their friends to play. Like, we're going to try and get our friends to play, so.
0: And if they've already brought it, you know, they'll revisit it. Yeah. People people move on. Well, I, I imagine the average gamer moves on to something different. But, you know, if there's more new stuff coming out, they'll revisit, they might enjoy it more, they'll buy more of the DLC.
1: So this is the first major title we've gotten after Sega uh, left being a publisher for the franchise, and this was published by Sony, which was interesting, because again, that just kind of came out of nowhere, and I wonder if Sony would have any further plans moving forward, or...
0: Again, it's going to depend on how well this does, doesn't it, though? Yeah. You know, while I said I wasn't as bummed out by it being a multiplayer-only game, I still fucking want my open Galaxy Predator single-player game, but you know, this shit's got to sell well. This shit's got to be received well. Yeah. So... We'll
2: and then maybe at least for this game, they'll release a single player campaign. I mean, it's not going to be open world and it's not going to be exactly what you're talking about, but apparently some people don't like multiplayer games.
1: So if they do <laughs> add that down the road.
0: Even a bot mode would be nice. Yeah,
1: just yeah. do a bot a bot mode. You don't have to have this intricate story with like high production value events happening. Just give us a couple missions that go beyond the tutorial. And I, I think that would keep some fans happy Or or just a bot mode. A lot of people take that into account with, with purchasing a game. Eventually, servers do go down. And if you know that, hey, I can still play this with bots, even if it's not as active as it was when it came out, I think that factors into the decision for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. Oh, OK. And I'm. this is the last thing I'm going to request for, from my, I promise. <laughs> I would love to see a model viewer because the, the models are so cool to have a model viewer where you could turn off all the HUD and take screenshots. One of my hobbies is doing video game photography. And I love how so many games these days are including photo modes. So if there was some way to, to implement that, even if you couldn't do a, an in-game photo mode, like at least let me turn off the HUD so I can take better better screenshots. So that's something I would really like to see. Let us pose with the ship, yeah. at least. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm I'm all out of story story points, talking points. Has anybody else got anything to mention? You going to do a written review too? Yeah. Problem is I'm struggling to articulate how I feel about the game because of how much I fucking enjoy it, but how much certain things irritate me about it. I don't feel if I can accurately say, yes, I really love this, but I don't know if I can recommend it
2: to you. Are we going to give some scores? We are. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and do that?
0: Voodoo, lead us off.
2: Well... I'm a huge predator fan. And uh, to me, I see this like when my uh, beautiful wife brings me dinner. Okay. I tell her a great meal can taste better if it's served by a beautiful woman, you know, served (laughs) by somebody you're attracted to, you know? And I correlate that to predator hunting grounds. If you're an avid gamer, if you're a hardcore gamer... This game might not be enough for you. And I would maybe rate it a six or a seven. But if you're a Predator fan, and if that Predator is that beautiful person to you, and that 1987 classic film is your jam, then this game is really like an utter joy. And regardless of the issues, it's such worth your time, worth a purchase. As a Predator fan, I'd give it a nine. Best Predator game out there beats Concrete Jungle.
0: Okay, okay wasn't expecting that
2: pretty
1: good probably the highest review this game has received <laughs> <laughs> well there's some user scores out there that give it some yeah tens. yeah go on then, wrist up so i i feel like you and i are gonna have the the same score here aaron and for me it's hard to look at it objectively because we're such big fans, right? Uh-huh. And and your mileage is going to vary highly depending on how much of a fan you are. Like the game I was really into before this and still am into is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And if you're used to playing a game like that, that's like uber polished, hundreds of millions of dollars are spent on it. Then, yeah, you might be disappointed here. But at the same time, you have to realize games can sometimes evolve over time, especially games by smaller studios. I feel like they can, they can really grow and they can really make an experience from something that's good to great. So for me, as a Predator fan, I really want to give it an eight, but I have to just look at some of the issues and look at the lack of content and be like, yeah, this is about a seven like it's it's good, but it could be great. and I do feel like we could come back a year from now and review the game again, like we were saying, and I could give it an eight or a nine depending on how much content it had, how much further tweaks they had done. so that that's kind of the the issue with live service games, right? is that they they change a lot over time and you kind of have to reevaluate where you are with the game. but there's so much potential here, and it's so shows a, a respect for the franchise and the lore that we haven't seen for a long time, and especially not in the, the video game space. It, it reminds me a lot of the the Hunter's comics, right? Like that; Those comics have real respect for the lore, and they really contribute to the franchise and move it forward in interesting new ways. And I feel like that's what this game does, and hopefully will do a lot more of. So for me, that score is very, very much subject to change. It's a seven right now. It's fun. There's a lack of content. It needs... It needs more of that, and there's still some issues they could work out. But it's strong. It's fun. I want to play it with my friends. So so that's about, I guess, a summary of my thoughts. Okay.
0: I would also go with a 7 out of 10 as a Predator fan. Because, as like I've said throughout this, it is fun. It's thematically so Predator in terms of... of <laughs> I was laughing at you earlier about how the gameplay loop's always being used. You know, the, the gameplay loop is the entire setup of the original Predator film. And it works. It works. There is, you know, there is some variation on how well the Predator player actually is. But from a purely thematic point of view, I fucking, I just, I love it. I really, really, really love hunting grounds for that aspect you know and the lore drops fuck if i was expecting that going into it but i really dig those and again it, it shows me just how much Ilphonic's creative staff writing staff care ab- about about the lore and and how much they enjoy what they're doing and and they're relishing the opportunities to fucking get arnie to to do sit there and record a, a bunch of logs you know but on the other hand on an objective level uh, there are problems with it you know it, three maps on launch come on that is yeah that that's harsh that is i just i just want more i want more content i love what's there i, I love the customization i love the fucking um, masks i love the human weapons and i just i just want more give me more and we'll get a better score uh, going forwards but yeah it's, it's a hard one for me to really sum up just because of how much fun i have with it and how much i do want to come and play it but is, if you're at is your average punter really going to care at this point probably not if you're a predator fan who happens to enjoy online gaming i think you will enjoy it i think you will be able to lo- look past the current issues and and just enjoy it as a, as a predator thing and um, but if you know, you're used to playing something else. If your times, if you're not somebody to stick to things like I am in terms of, you know, I only buy Predator and Alien games or Battlefield games because I know they're what I'm going to enjoy, then maybe you won't be so interested. But hopefully over the next however many months, you know, it does iron out those objective issues and it becomes a great game with plenty of great content as well as just being a great, a
1: fun Predator game. So I think I will have to go with seven out of 10. But it could, depending on how it looks a year or half a year from now, or who knows, it could go all the way up to a nine for me so i want to be right there with you Voodoo, in terms of score but well i did
2: i did caveat that if you were an avid gamer it'd be a six or seven you know but solely with my predator goggles on and all the lore and all the things that get right in the bare bones is right and you're right we just need more we need more of what's right uh-huh. And I'm just looking at what's right. And I tell you for, you know, if I, probably if I played like 10 hours a game per day, I'd be sick of it. But I don't <laughs> get on the game as much as I hope to. You know, I do some late night excursions. You know, if I have 45 minutes to kill, this is perfect. You know, and I'm satisfied for that hardcore gamer who's on it. Yeah, I could see them getting tired rather quickly and saying, look, you, you got to keep my interest. And I get that. And they need to focus on that. But for a casual gamer who's a Predator fan, whew, you know, just bring in Harrigan,
0: raise that puppy to the 10. <laughs> Voodoo sold. Yeah. Buy the DLC 10 times if you're good. <laughs> Give him a smart disc. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's us done then, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah i really enjoyed being on with you guys we could call ourselves you know it's aaron adam and uh, aj triple a team <laughs> <laughs> i Certainly. hope one day you guys will have me back so oh, well,
1: you you're it was great to have you on yeah i'm sure we'll this this was your audition
0: for the predators episode so
2: we're uh, <laughs> at least predator 2 right yeah but you guys do need to mix it up because you did go over predators already i think yeah.
0: I don't think I don't think Eric's talked about the pre- about predators. So
2: I don't know. It's been a while.
0: I will so. now, because I think it was just me, you, and Doom Rules last time, Adam. Oh yeah, but yeah. Anyway, th- you know, thank you for coming on. Video it's, it's been Thank a- you for having me. Oh, final question then. Yes, sir. Was it worth the purchase of a PS4? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay.
2: Yes, it was. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. You know, maybe it would have been a little harder if I was strapped for cash. Fortunately, I'm in a, a good cash situation still, even with the madness that's going on around us. So,
0: good, good, good. Glad to hear.
2: But then again, I don't have all that great stuff behind you there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, all, all the books. That's yeah. an epic yeah. shelf, yeah. That is an epic I, I shelf. always have Two to like, kind of scan shelves. over that every time we do a podcast. I'm like, what have I missed there? That is that China Sea? That's like 100 bucks a yeah. oh, Wait, Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. All right. People in the podcast
2: will be like, "What are they talking about?" Okay, oh, you got you got two of them. He's got two.
0: We have we have two here. We have a reading copy, and then we have a uh,
1: signed copy. Nice. Signed copy. Oh, uh, very Jeff nice, Vandermeer himself. I used to have a third copy,
0: but one of the other members. Um, I sent that to him ages ago.
1: So, I feel like there was one thing we missed here, Aaron. I don't know how relevant it is, really, but there was a prequel novel for this, just like there was for the last Predator film. You don't want to go into that at all? We'll do an episode on that one separately.
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening or watching, depending on... uh your preferred podcasting outlet. If you are new to the podcast, new to us, all the hub of our activity can be found on avpgalaxy.net. That is an old school message board. You know, there was a rare in this day and age. Very much active, uh, very friendly and an active community. As evidenced by Mr. Voodoo Magic here. We're also on all the socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, avpgalaxy or alien versus predator galaxy versus as in VS dot. And we're also on YouTube. If you're watching it, please head back onto onto the main YouTube page. If you're listening, you know, please head to our channel on YouTube as well. Check out our content there. You know, we've got Let's Plays of the various games. We've got lore videos. We've got editorial pieces. You know, I alluded to some stuff that v- Voodoo was doing earlier. You know, he's working on a new Predator piece. That's going to be a video. And it's going to be a written article. I've got a Alien 3 piece. that's going to be a video. and am going to be a written article. I've got a new Predator lore video coming up. As well after i've done all those and we've got let's plays to do to finish of avp 2 and a couple of new fan endeavors that we've seen that we're also going to be doing videos of so there's plenty on there you know please go check out our content especially at this time when you lock behind your your doors and stuff and, and you want stuff to do you know we put this shit out there to keep you
1: detained yeah this is what keeps us sane is the escapism into our favorite franchises so sure does
0: And if you want to follow me personally, I'm available on Twitter as at underscore Corporal Hicks, Alien, Predator, also my other big interest, which is stuff like Stargate, Star Trek, uh, General Space stuff, Halo, stuff like that. What about you, Adam?
1: If you'd like to follow me personally, it's Ridgetop21 on both Twitter and Instagram.
0: And Voodoo, I know you're on uh, Twitter. Yeah, you could follow me at FN, as in
2: effin' Voodoo Magic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Voodoo magic, man. Okay, magic Oodoo Oodoo
2: man. It's always the same.
0: Can't see, see so
1: what we got to do is we we all got to play through Concrete Jungle again and do an episode on that. That would be fun.
0: The the podcast tends to be so sort of reactionary at the minute, which is great because it means there's been so much fucking content coming out that we get to do. We get to talk about something new every month, which is brilliant. But you know, there's there's a backlog of shit that we can we can go over, and we fucking intend on going over. You know, there'll be let's plays of it, of AVP. Uh, with AVP. there'll be let's plays of concrete jungle and we'll do review episodes on it and stuff like that don't you worry we got content to come for years
1: <laughs> excellent
0: well this has been corporal
2: hicks and Ridge top and voodoo magic get into the chopper